Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Hey, bud. Hey, you and me. I know. Well, here's the thing is that I'm uh, so hyped up on iced coffee right now. I know. We're drinking a lot of cold brew. Yeah, I almost felt like I needed to jump in earlier than when we normally jump in with the intro. Oh, yeah? When you were like, good evening, everybody, and you welcome to Spooked, you, I was going to go, I'm Cody Crane. You're living in the future. You, you're so jacked up. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling hyped. And it, it's been a big week for me because I... Uh, I started at uh-huh. a job right during the quarantine. Yeah, because I wanted to feel essential. Uh-huh. Um, and then I got I got let go from the job. Yeah, for gross uh, incompetence. Yeah, <laughs> well, because I I, de- I developed a fear that I didn't know I had. Yeah, of uh, ladders. Huh? Ladders. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know I was scared of heights until I had to climb a thirty foot ladder. You're just scared of uh, rickety heights, which yeah. I can understand. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, you know, I uh, went out there, I gave it my all, I tried my best, but when you got a 30-foot ladder, that's true. I uh, I couldn't do it. And we saw what can happen. We watched uh, the new Child's Play last night, and <laughs> uh, the one guy, he fell off a, it looked like, was that a 30-foot ladder maybe? Uh, maybe? Probably. Probably. And he comes straight down on his legs and his bones shoot out the side. It was very funny. Yeah, honestly, I watched that the day <laughs> I got laid off. If I would have watched that beforehand, I would have been even more terrified of the whole situation. Yeah, it's not a good, uh, not a good week for you and ladders. No, no. And I mean, like, yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm hyped up. I and you want to know why, though. Why? It's more than just the iced coffee right now. I don't believe it. I'm fired up. I'm hyped up. Yeah. Because we have a guest here today. Oh, we do. We have writer. We have actor. We have comedian. She does it all. We have DJ Bowser here. (laughs) Hello, everybody. How's it going? Oh, great. Thank you. How are you? Good. I have to ask the burning question. I don't know if you revealed this in a previous episode that I haven't heard, but Uh what profession requires you to climb a 30-foot ladder? Yeah, this is uh, it hasn't been revealed yet uh, okay we i really burying the lead i feel like we've talked about this job before but not with regards to you maybe yeah so it's basically the gutters and windows like cleaning gutters and windows for people. okay and you had no idea you had a fear of heights when you signed up for this job no i didn't i wanted something just to you know like buy the time i i wanted to be forced to go outside see it's 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 not a fear of heights because i can relate to this as well i don't mind heights it's rickety things it, it, so wait, was it just like, I'm picturing like, and I don't know if it's just because of the context of the podcast, but like yep. old man Jenkins and the Scoob Mobile kind of like with one wooden ladder with like six yeah. broken <laughs> footsteps being like, well, Basically. get on up there and clean the gutters, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very low quality ladder. It's just, <laughs> and Jenkins just sits at the bottom and shakes the ladder. Yeah, yeah and you better like, hurry up. Look alive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, isn't this typically a decorative ladder? And they're like, no, climb on up. <laughs> oh, wow. Like it was like one of the ones you lean against instead of like one of the metal ones. It's like an A shape. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah. Wow. It, it was the big lean. One. And the thing is, the higher you go up, it just bounces as you go up. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little trampoline that you're 
not secured on. This seems like one of those cases where it's like, if you can clean the gutters of the whole house, you win it from the mysterious billionaire that left it behind in his will. <laughs> it, it was a good moment of realization of being like, oh, I can do manual labor jobs and then starting it and being like, ah, you know what? I'm an actor and a comedian. And <laughs> I just... <laughs> Why were not you just like, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I'm really needling you about this, but it really is bizarre to me. Like, why wouldn't you like, you know, like a carpenter's apprentice, some real lateral work. You're just sanding down wood and stuff instead of hiking up a ladder <laughs> like why were you like you scrolled past his job and you were like this is the one well this he, is the he one. had a he had a connection on the inside our, our roommate actually does it so he kind of got him and the roommate is just this the roommate yeah, yeah, does yeah, not yeah. care whether you live or die the roommate's no. like well i mean he does it every day himself so why would he care about this guy i guess that's true so you have you could have inherited the house of a billionaire. You have a roommate that has your a death wish out for you. <laughs> and now you're right back at the beginning. Well, yep. you've been having a tough time this quarantine, Cody. I, I know. It, it, it's been really rough. The thing is, too, that when you think about, like, doing, like, gutters and stuff, I was thinking about, like, houses that are, like, you know, like, modest where I can go up there and, like, my my old family home or something mm -hmm. where it's not that high up. But, like, we're going into, like, mansions. Like, these things are castles. Well, when you took the job, did you think it was going to be like Hobbiton? You know, like these grassy knolls? <laughs> you, just, you just climb the hill and you're at the gas. Yeah, and I you're, you're you. putting your hand on the chimney. I, I will say, I was very like, one, you're not going to like this job. Two, his knees are both really fucked up. So I'm like, climbing a ladder, even if you weren't afraid of it, was going to be murder. On I, your knees. I literally tore my MCL doing stand-up. <laughs> You do a lot of act outs? Yeah. You're like, here's my act out of climbing a 30 foot rickety ladder. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he will be. Yeah. yeah. Geez. Now you have a whole bit around it. Yeah. Jesus well. Christ. But uh, yeah, my, uh, my predictions came true. So, uh, DJ, how's your quarantine been? <laughs> <laughs> well, been not quiet. nearly as eventful as that. I mean, it's been a little interesting. I live in LA now, mm -hmm. uh, but I am back in Canada. I had a, a flight booked back for the CSAs. I was nominated with Baroness Von Sketch, and then Trudeau was like, we're closing the borders. And I was like, oh, shit, uh, maybe I'll bump this flight up. Yeah. So I had it like booked anyways. I just transferred it came back and then he was like borders are closed uh and the states are illegal now and you can't do that anymore unfortunately it doesn't exist for you um i i am a resident of the states so if i really wanted to i could like make some calls and try and get back there but right now it looks like the way that they're slowly opening or slowly the way that they're opening things up is not nearly as slowly as kind of canada is and yeah, right. you know free health care and all those fun <laughs> things uh but i am yeah it's been nice i i was isolating with my folks and um, they're away right now. They went uh, again. It was a whole thing. They were going up to a cottage. And I was like, why are you doing that? And they're like, we're not going to talk to anybody. Anyways, this has been a great time to see which one of your family members you would kill first on a deserted island. You know, <laughs> like if you're like all stranded on an island and you're just like, I'm sick of it. After nine weeks, I'm sick of this behavior. Yeah. Anyways, I wouldn't kill my parents. I love them. They're, I don't think they listen to podcasts. I do. But if they are, love you, mommy. Love you, daddy. I don't call them mommy and daddy. Just so you know. Immediate family or like aunts and uncles and stuff? Um, on the deserted island, island yeah. or in this house? Uh, deserted island. I feel in this scenario, I was just thinking I have uh, two sisters, a brother, and my parents and the dog. 
Yeah. So the dog would survive no matter what, certainly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if it was like no food, it would be like the dog's going to be the last one of us all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I think my parents would survive. I'd probably kill my brother first. It's fine. He's rich. We can kill him. Nobody <laughs> freak out. Uh, listen, it's not because I hate men. I have a brother who's dead. Um, but uh, I'm just kidding. My only brother has <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the, the isolating here hasn't been too, too bad. Um, now I'm in this house by myself, which feels very risky business, you know, just sliding around. Yeah. That's it. That's all I've been doing. Well, uh, you mentioned, uh, moving to the States. You moved there kind of recently, right? It's been less than a year. Yeah. I think about, I think I've lived there for, uh, seven or eight months now and then was like i feel a little homesick would be nice to take a trip home the csa has happened and then a pandemic happened so really i'm getting a nice taste well it's a really interesting uh time for you too because uh, relatively new to the states and everything and then to have all of this happen uh what has that what was the initial transition like and what kind of um effect is it now uh for you um, the initially heading out there was pretty great. Like I, I was really, it, it was surprisingly easy. The times I'd only visited LA twice before. Um, and I was kind of, you know, more predisposed to the East coast. My dad's from Brooklyn and that's where I get my citizenship from. Uh, but because I got more into tea writing, LA made, made sense. And I was lucky to kind of get involved with, um, UCB early on. And obviously they're shut down right now and in New York and definitely shut down, which is uh, sad. And then also there were a bunch of problems anyways. So it's a whole, it's a knotted mess, but um, heading over to pre pandemic times, the before times uh, it was pretty great. Everyone is really nice in LA. People are, are, are very sweet. Um, and this isn't, you know, to, to shit on Canadian industry or whatever, but I think because there's two major networks and there's a limited amount of spaces right. for people to get stuff, it yeah. can sometimes feel like even though there's not much to fight over, people are, everyone is fighting over it. Whereas yeah. it feels almost like everyone is still really going like working their hardest to, to try and achieve their goals across the board in entertainment in LA. But it seems like there is enough to go around. There's right. certain, this isn't to say there's like, there isn't diversity issues, which there 100% is across the board. Um, uh, in all senses, you know, racial, sexual diversity, all these different things, gender diversity. Um, but uh, it doesn't feel as tense. And so I think everyone just feels able to be like much nicer to each other. There's no fear, um, which is great. Not to say people were mean to me in the Toronto scene. The Toronto scene is also lovely, but uh, I think people think things are going to be spooky and bad in LA and they end up being really great. Well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that because of uh, how small uh, Toronto is, like you were saying, like you, you wrote for Baroness Von Sketch, like you uh, uh, mentioned, and then uh, 22 minutes. Uh, this, mm-hmm. And there's not much past that. Like there's not, <laughs> like you, yeah. you hit the top. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, there, I, I think there are a couple things that people make like mental markers in, in Toronto. And that's like, you know, getting to do Second City getting mm-hmm. to write for a yeah. CBC or Bell show, uh, getting to do Just for Laughs. And there's one more, but I can't remember what it is. It's just escaping me. Um, and those are all cool, great things. Unfortunately, don't, well, in my case anyways, did not provide any consistent financial stability, which is one of the goals to get to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
And yeah, I, I, you know, I hesitate to say I was like busting through the top because there's so many people who do so much great work. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, I don't want to seem like I'm at their level, but for me, it made sense. You know, I'm 25 and I have citizenship, so I don't have to go through the whole uh, tons of money towards a lawyer and, you know, that kind of stuff to get over to the States. Um, and they're just, I have been afforded many, many, many more opportunities just by nature of moving there and getting involved. Not to mention the fact that there's a lot of really amazing comedians that I've followed for years that now I can just like go see like on my birthday um last year i went and saw rory scovel do an hour at uh, the lyric hyperion which is a smaller theater and i think it cost me like seven bucks american so three thousand dollars canadian but yeah like (laughs) it was it was really not that exciting and it was amazing like i was like uh, I, when he was in town for JFL 42 a couple of years ago, I had seen his hour like three or four times in a row. And luckily I had a pass because I was doing the festival. But, you know, it's not as financially accessible just because all my faves are in one place, which is pretty cool. Yep. Of course, I'm yep. missing some Toronto greats, you know, like the Mark Littles. And I know Sarah Hennessy went and moved to New York, but Sarah and Chris Locke and, mm-hmm. you know, all these fun, great comedians. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's get into a spookier note here. Yeah. Um, we want to know, do you believe in ghosts? So, yes, definitely. Uh, I, I feel like, I feel like in, in my day-to-day, I'm like, people know me as being like a pretty logical person. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes people tie ghosts to like religion and whatever. My mom's Catholic and my dad's Jewish, so I was kind of raised interfaith-ish. Uh, and I don't really... Ab- ab- I'm not really a religious person. It's like the same, for me, it's like the same question about aliens. Like, I'm like, I can't prove that they're not there. So it would be stupid to assume that I know that they're not, you know? And therefore, yes, I do. Especially because I love ghost stories. Uh, Have you had a paranormal experience yourself? I don't think so. Like there's, you know, if we were to split hairs, like, of course, I've had photos where like orbs are present and everyone's like, orbs are ghosts, you know, and I, I don't yeah. know if I, but I, don't, I haven't had any of those like, you know, f- feel someone sit at the end of your bed or like someone passes away and you have a dream of them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I do have a friend who is particularly susceptible to these things. And she's told me many stories of things that have happened to her, which kind of like fuels my interest in ghosts in general. Okay. What what uh, what kind of thing? Okay. Happened? So there's like a she has a billion examples, but I'm gonna I'm gonna steal one of her stories, which is I think her it's a family friend, and I always preface this by being like she's like a normal person. Like you know, I feel like some people who are like super into ghosts, you know, are like exactly what we were talking about before with this ladder, like an old yeah. man Jenkins type, like a really spooky yeah, yeah. kind of scary, someone who maybe is a ghost, you know? Yeah. It owns the company. I work. Exactly. For. Exactly. <laughs> um, she's just like a cool, normal person. She's a young mom. She like used to work at a makeup counter. She's super funny and bright. Not to say that all those things aren't attributed to believing in ghosts, but I digress. I preface it. I preface these stories saying that to be like, it's real. What she's saying is real. So I think her dad's a contractor. I don't really know the exact nature of his work. And he was working on renovating the basement of a property. And he had heard from the previous owners that it was haunted. And he's kind of like, I kind of believe in it. So I kind of don't believe in it. But he was like, whatever. 
And my friend was like, when can I come visit and see this property? Cause just like, if it's in their family and he's working on it, she'll come visit him at work, whatever. And he's like, ah, like, you don't need to come. You don't need to come because he knows that she's so sensitive to these things or that's how the story was told to me. Yeah. And so one day she shows up to see her dad regardless. And uh, she, he, she's like, can I look around the space? And he's like, okay. And in his mind, he's like, well, I heard this thing about it being haunted, but I don't really believe in these things. So whatever. And she walks into the, down the stairs in the basement and she yells and she comes back upstairs. She's like, what is your problem? He's like, what she's like when you tell me this place is haunted he's like oh i didn't know and she's like well i just walked down the stairs two hands shot out and grabbed my ankles <laughs> she was fine she was able to run away but like obviously there was no one in the house it was a fucking ghost so yeah. what she told that's the end of the story i don't know any more of the story but <laughs> isn't that like insane <laughs> what, what an insane thing to like come up and be mad about though dude just be like <laughs> what <laughs> You'd be like, Dad, you almost let this ghost take me to the other side. I could have died down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it's like, you know, people say like they feel cold or whatever, but she really felt mm. like hands like while she's walking out, like shoot from behind the steps and just grab her ankles. If that was too short a story, I have one other one. But if you prefer <laughs> me to stay with one, I will not say the second one. Hey, I'm not going to turn down another story. Okay, cool. So <laughs> this one is, I can't believe I didn't say this one first. So... <laughs> This has been happening since she was a kid, that she's always kind of been in tune. Um, so this is when I think she was like two or three, and she was in her crib, and her mom was downstairs washing dishes, and she heard the, my friend like yelling. And so she went upstairs, and she's like, what's wrong, what's wrong? And the uh, my friend was like, there's a man, there's a man. And she's like, where? And he's like, over there. And the TV was on. So her mom went and turned off the TV being like, there's a man on the TV, you know? And uh, she's like, no, no, he's still there. He's still there. And she, so her mom's like, what could she be seeing? Cause there's clearly nobody in here. She's like, what does he look like? And she's like, he has two belts. And she's like, what? <laughs> Basically takes her downstairs. I was like, okay. Later on, they find out that the house was originally built by like a, like a, like a German family or something. And they found pictures of people who used to live in the house. And one of them was a guy in Lederhosen. And so oh. she was young enough to not know what Lederhosen like looked like. Right but could still describe it. So it's like, she saw that fucking ghost. But also like, I don't think German people were like hanging around and like later house and like building a house. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, as I said it, I was like, there's flaws in this story, but yeah. I do think it's neat that like as a three-year-old there, I, like it's probably unlikely. She knew what that was and was still able to describe it. Makes me feel like there was a ghost there. Maybe uh, like the ghosts get to choose their ideal outfit. Yeah, there was a guy who just got fucking strangled to death and he comes out the other side. He's like, you know what? I need a little pick me up. There's some lederhosen on here. If that's the case and he chose lederhosen, it reaffirms my my belief that ghosts are just losers. <laughs> yeah, for real. Ghosts yeah. are just like sad sack pieces of shit that are like, yes. What about me? <laughs> They're all whiny. They can't move on. They got to deal with some shit that they don't. Nobody cares about. Standing. Sounds in like some ex-boyfriends I know. <laughs> Sorry, it had to be done. I didn't know you dated ghosts. <laughs> Exclusively, yeah. Exclusively, right, right, right. Uh, well, DJ, here I have a Halloween. Uh, would you rather? Um, we've been doing this as a, a segment here. We used to uh, do 
haunted places in Ontario. People complained. People hated them. I have been, <laughs> well, what were you going to do? Like a haunted fucking McDonald's in Barrie? Who gives a much. shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been good. <laughs> I've been getting roasted. Uh, emails have been flooding in. Ooh, I, the Boston pizza in Bella. <laughs> I, I've been trying, trying desperately to win people back. Uh, with uh, with this, would you rather? But now, as we start going through, we're realizing this is all for uh, kids, it seems. Uh, okay. But we have to finish it out. Um, and today, uh, we'll do two. We'll do two for you. Great. Um, Double up. The first one is, uh, would you rather read a spooky story or see a spooky movie? <laughs> I don't know. If I could bring it back to the intro, are my mommy and daddy there? Um, I would rather see a spooky movie. See a spooky movie. I mean, yeah, yeah. I would rather read one. Well, wow. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, to me, when I watch uh a spooky movie mm-hmm. or whatever, like you can enjoy like a horror film or whatever, but when it says based on a true story, I never believe it. Right? Like it, mm-hmm. it it's too cinematic. But when a uh when you read a story that says it's true, there's something about it being written that makes me believe it more. Mine has nothing to do with that. I'm just going based on stuff I've read because I like I've read like a lot of Stephen King, and I'm reading a Clive Barker book right now and i enjoy that but i don't necessarily enjoy a lot of horror films mm-hmm. so you i don't enjoy rather... horror enjoy... films oh. because you're like i'm scared or because you're like eh, this isn't too scary pretty much i okay. find most of them funny more than anything oh okay we've got a brave boy on the podcast <laughs> yeah. no i'm just kidding you're like fuck off <laughs> um, <laughs> No, uh, spooky movies, I think I chose that answer because I like practical special effects. And especially early on, spooky movies have really good, Mm -hmm. uh, stupid practical special effects that are fun. (laughs) I agree with that. I think that's another reason I'm not super big into the horror genre because so many don't use practical effects anymore. The the CGI has really done damage to horror movies. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. You know who's a big, um, a person who really rallies behind CGI is Mark Little. He loves early CGI. So don't have him on and say that. But I, uh, and we've had this conversation before. I would say, I like, I, I think they're, you know, it's not bad when there's like a combination. I just mm-hmm. think like when they're like, this is CGI, the movie. You're like, shut up. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 I agree. I, I don't like, I don't like when like the, the creature or whatever it is, is fully done that way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much better. I find it's easier to suspend my disbelief if there's something physically there. That's fair. I will say I recently for the first time watched um, Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that is one goofy fucking monster. The one that kind of like shows up yeah. two thirds of the way through and grabs Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like a werewolf with its eyes too close together. It's like so <laughs> stupid looking. And I was like, man, I wish they fucking CGI the shit out of this. Cause it's but I mean, and then I, I guess to be fair, I mean at the time the the special effects were different, but mm-hmm. like the lightning bolts and shit like that look really cool, which they I, loved. I would also argue that's a film that is okay if the monsters and stuff are kind of cheesy yeah. and hokey. Um, well, to be fair to uh, your uh, your opinion, it's probably the right one here with see a spooky movie as well, uh, because I was reading spooky stories 
on this podcast and people hated it. And that's why we're doing bad. (laughs) There's some, did you guys watch the, what was, you know, scary stories to tell in the dark and then they turned it into a movie or a series or whatever? I haven't seen it. I read those stories were good. Exactly. Yeah. They were freaky. You know, the girl who's had spiders come out of her face or the girl with the ribbon around her neck, you took it off and her head fell off or whatever the hell. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a really good book of scary stories. I can't remember what it's called. That was in my library as a child. Like my, not my library. I don't like live in mansion. Child I like, I like pull a whiskey snifter into the frame. Um, no, like, uh, like the school I went to is library. And there was a really scary story about a girl that comes home from camp. Uh, and apparently this monster that has like some made up name, like comes home with a camper each year. And, she goes to bed and she hears the monster being like, I'm at the foot of the, uh, I'm at the foot of the stairs, Debbie, or whatever her name is. She's like, I'm at the top of the stairs, Debbie. I'm on your bed, Debbie. And like, you feel like the weight of the bed go down or whatever as it's described. That scared the shit out of me. Cause I went to summer familiar. camp and I'm like, I want to die. Yeah. And the illustration was like some really spindly, almost Slenderman-esque yeah, 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 green guy. This. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did I you go to St. Bias? No, I did not. But- okay. I mean, there's a chance the book was in more than one library, as libraries sure go. Was. No, it was only in your library. Yeah, in my, yeah. Were you in my study reading my books? Yeah, we had a field trip there once. Yeah. Took yeah, a over the gift shop. Yeah, Cody was cleaning the gutters. <laughs> um, here's a second would you rather for you. Okay. Uh, would you rather have a homemade costume? <laughs> okay. Or a store-bought? <laughs> Uh, you know, one of my greatest, um, pitfalls, I guess, of characters, I was gonna say, which makes no (laughs) sense. One of my greatest character flaws is that I'm not very crafty. Like I don't, I'm not very good with, I'm, I'm good with like what things should look like, but I cannot do it. Mm -hmm. I, I I have to say store-bought. Really? I disagree with that though, because I, I saw you, uh, play green (laughs) M&M. Yeah. A lot of (laughs) that. That was amazing. And the uh, just the way that you did it, uh, the costume as well with <laughs> with the paint and everything. If that was store-bought, it wouldn't have been as good. That's just, true. You know what? That's fair. I think because yeah. I was thinking of, I do a lot of character stuff in LA and like I did this dog. I did a sketch where a dog, a suburban family gets their dog a collar that allows him to talk. Then the dog delivers this horrifying Shakespearean monologue about how... <laughs> sad he is and how ripped from his home he was and all these things and then commits suicide by eating a chocolate bar um but i bought the dog suit it's like a zip up dog suit then i just painted my face and it worked well but then again exactly what you're saying with the green m&m the body paint really makes it right <laughs> i am become her <laughs> um so but you're you're saying store-bought you're still sticking to it yeah, I think it's also partially, it's really funny to me that like still, I remember in like the sixth grade, everybody just bought one of those for Halloween, bought one of those uh, scream masks, like the really shitty ones with like the hood. Right. <laughs> There's something just so classic about that, you know? And you have the knife that the blood like flows through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, doop, doop. <laughs> the big, thick plastic knives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, I find that with like a store-bought costume, and uh, I think I've talked about this before that my mom used to make me costumes and she would wow. make these very elaborate, like she would make me like Ash from Pokemon and like really put 
a lot of work into these costumes. And I said to her when I was young, like, can I just have a store bought one like everyone else? <laughs> and I still, I feel bad for that, but <laughs> I don't. <And> then, <laughs> but, but, you don't feel bad for him. Nope. <laughs> but the thing with store-bought costumes is that they, they never fit right. Yeah. Like they're true. always too big or they're too small or that's they're like yeah. the joy. That's part of the joy. Yeah, that you just look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you just look like a stupid idiot. And you're getting your candy and you're like mm-hmm. huffing in that mask. You're sweating. You're I like, feel, is this fun? <laughs> I feel like unless you're putting hundreds of dollars into making like some like cool cosplay kind of thing, your costumes are always going to look like shit. Yeah. Storm yeah, well, that's not. like, that's like, uh, I was talking, well, I don't know why, but I was talking about this with my sisters the other day. Heidi Klum and her Halloween costumes. Have you seen these? No. She pays like a team of makeup artists to put prosthetics on her one year. She was Shrek. I was like, <laughs> we get it. You're hot cool that you're ugly now i guess oh i thought it was gonna be a hot shrek no no she did do jessica rabbit and somehow made that unattractive because it's so (laughs) like the proportions were made like to be in real life and so she looks insane like they put her they made her eyes like oh yeah did you look it up yeah that's really creepy it's not it's it's like (laughs) I, it's I, like if you were hard you would get soft looking at it like it's the opposite i see what she was going for but it was not a good choice no like it's it's good by way of spooky scary halloween good job it's bad by way of boner mm-hmm. i guess is the point i'm trying to make she has bad one point. from 2001 where she was lady godiva and the horse looks positively terrified <laughs> let me see turn turn the thing i want to see oh my god Jesus. The horse is scared. The horse is is having a spooky, scary Halloween-y. The eye is floating away from the horse. (laughs) He's just trying to get out of there. 2003 looks where she really stepped it up with Golden Goddess. And she, what, painted herself gold? Mostly. There's like a lot of uh, buckles and hair and stuff. I just want to clarify. I'm not saying that the point of women dressing up for Halloween should be to give people boners i'm not saying that's what makes it bad it's not that's why i dress up yeah that's how you get in your sexy cat costume yeah same one every year (laughs) i think it's underrated when um like you know cis dudes dress as like a sexy xyz for halloween Mm. it's such a laugh and it always looks great (laughs) that's that's the point i hope people take away from this podcast that men should become sexier for the people around them i I mean i think people are really gonna take off this year (laughs) for halloween rally yeah oh my god do you think halloween's gonna happen this year no way i mean everyone's gonna dress up as the coronavirus and the other uh half of the men will be uh sexy now sexy coronavirus (laughs) well i I think it could because everyone usually wears a mask on halloween already Ooh. half the people are already wearing like big frankenstein gloves so they look like that's true but like do you want stuff i mean it's not like we're all going to recruiting but like would you want like a bunch of shit that a stranger gave you you know the stranger's like Happy Halloween at you, you know, giving you a bag of Rona crunch I mean, bars. If it's, if it's wrapped up, that's fine, because then you just dump it and disinfect it, right? Just dump <laughs> it on the counter and spray it all spray down. Spray it all down, yeah. I mean, yeah, if then, you, giving... then you eat it and you get superhero powers. Yeah, I mean, it's all not... of the chemicals. If they're giving you like loose caramels or something, maybe yeah, <laughs> I don't want it. 
That's old man Jenkins again. Loose caramel. Just loose caramel sauce. You cut. He has a squirt bottle yeah, into your a, open. He's hands. got a ladle. He just pours it in your bag. <laughs> it burns a hole through the bottom. Well, shit. I mean, that might be nice. It'll add to the rest of the candy. That's true. Yeah, just coat it up. <laughs> they got one of those big jars of nut butter from the bulk bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit's always all like. Like it's like yeah. chalk. Separated yeah. too. Just yeah, yeah that, but your Halloween candy settles at the bottom and all the oil comes to the top of your bag. Uh, <laughs> truly disturbing. <laughs> but we have our own disturbing tale to tell. Excellent. Oh. We all drew positions beforehand. Uh, DJ, do you want to reveal what you drew? I am the narrator. Ah, amazing. For that, we're going to go to a, a canigeta.com for a location, relationship, or word. But before we do that, we're going to find out what Cody and I drew. Uh, Excellent. So we both, I forgot to put in the celebrity, so we both drew swing. Yeah. But Damien right. wants me to be the celebrity, I guess. Because he messed up, so okay, it's only well. fair. I mean, oh, well, why he don't messed you up, so it's only fair that I decide what he does. I was going to say, why don't you decide as our impartial uh, judge? I don't think I know all the, what all the options are. Either he has to play a celebrity at some point or he doesn't. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the choices. <laughs> yeah, you're going to play a celebrity. Ha. It's very interesting, the one that came up here, because Heidi Klum is one of the random celebrities. Wow. What? They're listening. We they summoned her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Google. Mm -hmm. uh, Emerald Lagasse. I'm pretty sure we've gotten him like 50,000 times. Bam. Wow. Uh, Aristotle. And Jennifer. <laughs> just ask questions the whole time? Great. <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston. She's like a modern day Aristotle. Mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. Especially in those Avino ads. Yeah. She's Aristotle and Adam Sandler's Play-Doh. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Match made in heaven. But like from the, the dough company, play dough. <laughs> Do you think that the pairing of Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler has um, matched up to the pairing of Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler? No, certainly not. No. I can't. Yeah. You know, Drew Barrymore is on a whole nother level. I love Jennifer yeah. Aniston, but Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. Wedding singer? Are you kidding? Get out of here. Hey, even 51st Dates isn't that bad. Oh, yeah. Take out <laughs> Rob Schneider's part and you better believe I watch that. <laughs> Take it out. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best part. I like when he wears the coconut bra and the wig and <laughs> pretends to be her. Sexy. Hey, cool. That's a good homemade costume. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. How we... many ethnicities can Rob Schneider play that he is not? That's the real question we should be asking. He's really getting a tally going. Yeah. <laughs> All those homemade costumes are brown face and black face, essentially. <laughs> well, maybe he's not as great as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, stand by it. You said that's your favorite part. You and really you're locked into that. So Oliver would heard it at home, and now you're a racist. You, oh, wow. you really ignored 90% of his career. <laughs> he's like, I like when he says... Cut his freaking head off. Yeah. <laughs> I just put blinders on, okay? He's still doing that one in a weird accent that I don't even want to dive Listen, into. Yeah, jeez. You ignore the bad behavior of the ones you love. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you and saying him go good. way back. I'm not saying it's good. Hey, we saw him uh, perform live. Oh, yeah, I heard. This is a comedy bar, right? Uh, that no. he cruised in? We uh, we actually saw him at uh, Budweiser stage. Budweiser stage Whoa. open for Adam Sandler. Wait, you you like sought it out. You're not kidding. You love him. You we, went no, to we see were, him. 
Yeah, <laughs> we went specifically for Rob Schneider. Yeah, we went for Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, did we know? I don't think we no, knew. No, we that didn't he was know that Rob Schneider was going to be know there. That he was going to be there, and he was. He, if Adam Sandler is somewhere, Rob Schneider is never far behind. He did not seem happy to be uh, doing stand up for a large group of people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't. I don't know his whole career path. I'm not a real. I'm not a Schneider boy, much much like yourself. Um, <laughs> but I, I. Uh, I don't think he started in stand-up. I feel like he probably was just doing stand-up because Adam Sandler was like, hi, my friend, want to come on the road with me? You know? Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler made a, a great resurgence to stand-up mm-hmm. kind of recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you from seeing it live, Rob Schneider did not. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of a resurgence? A desurgence? That's what he made. <laughs> a descent into madness. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, us talking about it, it's only Rob Schneider's uh, fault because he almost did the podcast once and he didn't do yep. it. So now we got a roast. Come on, we wouldn't be Wait, making Wait, are you serious? He almost made, did the podcast? Yeah, he went to Comedy Bar instead. Uh, wow. <laughs> I could have been joining the ranks of the likes of Robbie Schneids right now. Uh, yep. Well, he oh. could have been joining the ranks of you, but you know mm-hmm. what? He's not. Thank you. I'll, that's how I see it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I'll be uh, Aristotle. All right. All right. And uh, for the narrator, we're going to go to canigeta.com where you can choose a location, a relationship, or a word where we'll get one randomly generated to get the story started. Okay. Let's do a relationship. Woodsman and camper. Love it. Great for a spooky scary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the spooky scary <laughs> so the spooky woodsman and camper with aristotle <laughs> wait can i ask a question here yeah of course what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> what well from now you are the narrator so you can start this however you want this is your okay. podcast from now on great so however. and i and i and i just start telling a story just mm. tell us a story Okay, great. And the suggestion was woodsman and camper. Camper, Camper, great. And I was listening, but I'm just getting this. Okay. (laughs) It was a dark and stormy night. Wind whistled through the trees, shaking the pine cones from their homes and dropping them to the ground. Not far off was a young man and his new fiance on their honeymoon. Of course, they decided to go camping as he was the outdoorsy type. She uh, preferred adventures on water, but because she loved him, she said, sure, we'll do a honeymoon camping trip. When I said adventures on water, I didn't mean in the woods when it was pouring rain. We could have been in Bermuda by now, but instead we're trapped in this little tent. Uh, this little tent, this little tent is what I have been saving up for. This you is can a, tell their marriage was not off to a good start. <laughs> this is a premium tent. Yeah, I can tell. Real, look, real premium. Look at this. Zzz. Mini fridge. You're letting the rain in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. <sighs> Listen, I'm listening. It's hard not to when you're a foot away from me. Okay, okay. Hey. 
Hey, what? He he always hey. the man's name was Donovan, and he always said that whenever he was remembering how much he loved his wife. Okay, okay, hey, he said, remembering the fond times they had. They had met in university after all, in the same major. Spooky scaryology. Back to the present now. Okay, hey, hey, okay. Yeah, I know you love me, but you know what? If this is how we're starting our marriage, maybe my mother was right. I did this for you. I thought that we would have a great time. And honestly, I did this for us. No, no, you, you did this for you. That's what Emily always said whenever she was very mad at her husband, Donovan. He was a selfish man. Okay. Listen, I thought that if we did this together, mm-hmm. then you would grow to love camping just like mm-hmm. I do. Right. It's not all about being on the water. It's not all about boat cruises. All I'm saying is we could have done this another time, not for our honeymoon. Well, the honeymoon's the perfect time. We just said to each other we loved each other. Our love is at an all-time high right now. Uh This is the perfect time to do it. As they bickered 30 feet away, uh, a a loud roar erupt from a local cave. (laughs) Oh, wow. Sounds like it's coming from a local cave. That's really close. Should we go see what it was? In the rain? Well, you bought all this rain gear. Well, yeah, galoshes and all, but there's mainly The roar rips through the forest even louder than before. (laughs) See, I just don't know why we would go check it out. Like, that just doesn't sound like something I want to be around. No, it sounds like your father when he's snoring. (laughs) You think that's my dad? Could be. He might have followed us Emily covers her mouth quickly. How am I going to justify that I know what his dad sleeping sounds like? He can't know about the affair. Wait a minute now. What? My dad's snoring? Uh, yeah, remember when we... <laughs> when we went to visit your parents uh, that one weekend and uh, I got up early to go to the bathroom and I could hear him snoring in the other room. You got up early? Yeah. I've never seen you wake up earlier than noon. I had to pee. I drank too many hard ciders the night before. <laughs> hard ciders? Yeah. Mm, that adds up. <laughs> All right. Well, well let's, let's go find out if it's your dad or not. I really doubt it's going to be my dad. I've already got my galoshes on. Yeah, okay. All right, you stay here. I'll go find out. Wait, why are you going by yourself? Because you don't want to go. I'm not going to let you go alone, okay? Let's hey, go. I'm a strong, independent woman, and I can go alone. Yeah, but I am a scared man in a tent, and I don't want to be alone. Oh, so this is about you. Well, yes, it always it's is, always right? About you, it's always about it? me. Yes. Fine. Come along. I am scared. Hurry up. I, I just... I, okay. Suddenly, a hole is ripped through the side of the tent, and before them is a, a hulking, massive shadow. Oh. That is not my dad. My dad is very short. He's like 5'1". He's also very polite and would use the door. The hulking shadow picks up the tent and shakes it upside down, and they uh, fall to the ground <laughs> with all their stuff. Oh, and the, in the mud! Fridge, I the mini even... fridge hits Donovan on the head. Oh, I didn't even put on my rain suit. Honey, honey, honey. 
I'm so. Can you, can you pass me a soda? What? We just got taken out of a tent by I know, some but giant I'm, creature. I'm, I'm, I'm very thirsty. And you just got hit with the fridge, so pass me a soda. The uh, hulking shadow picks up the soda from the ground oh. and shoves it into what I guess is its mouth. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> well, see, that's what happens when you stall. It really chug down an open can of soda. It's going to have a lot of like indigestion, you know? It hurts your nose. Listen. The monster burps extremely loudly, causing them to soar many feet backwards due to the sheer force. <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Monster, Mr. Please, uh, hello, hello. Hey, um, I I know that your plan may be to eat us or something like that, just based off of how angrily you took us out of the tent. But I'm more concerned about you here eat you I, i'm not trying to eat you i'm happy to hear that you're concerned about me no one seems to care about me well it's nice I, he's concerned I, about someone oh trouble <laughs> i love relationship drama you'd be surprised how few couples come out here and when they do they always fight i wonder why yeah, I wonder why. Maybe it's like a curse of the forest that would make us fight. Nope, there's no curse in the forest. Sounds like you guys just have a lot of problems. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I was wondering if maybe you could help me. Uh, I uh, broke my arm and I can't get something off of a tall shelf. That's why I was howling, because my arm is broken. Okay. You can, but you're much taller than us. You think our double arm reach will be enough? I mean, I have a really big ladder you could use. Okay. Uh, oh, sure. We can. We can help. No. Yeah, honey, you I'm can get up scared. on that ladder. No, I'm scared. If you life. love me, you will climb that ladder. It, okay. Ooh. Is it like a? Is it like an A-frame or is it one rickety. that leans? I mean, I have an A-frame one and it's rickety, or I have one that leans that's not rickety. Okay. That's... There are positives and negatives to both of them, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, it's a real choice here. Uh, okay. Um, well, uh, maybe we'll just go into the cave and check it out, right? Well, we may as well check it out. We'll at least get out of the rain. Okay, head into my local cave. Okay. Well, this is a lovely cave. Thank you. I interior designed it myself. Sort of a side business. Really? Yeah. You have a website? Yeah, it's www. Okay, that was three or four W's, I'm unsure. To clarify, there are four W's. Yeah. Whoa, web oh, dot no. monsterinteriordesigns.gov. Right. Okay. Ooh. I'll have to check if that out. If you want to check it out, here's my business card. Oh, thank you. Just pulled it out of my sort of plasma there. Mm. Oh, it's sticky. Yeah. Okay. So here's this tall shelf. At the top of it is a locket that my long lost love gave me. Mm. Maybe you could both take a ladder and climb up there and you won't just find the locket, but the love you have for each other. If we work together, I suppose. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say this right now, Monster. I don't know. Wait, do you have a name? Are you just Monster? Oh, please. Monster was my father's name. You can call me Lil. My name is Lil Monster. Lil, Lil Monster. Monster. Right. Okay, Lil Monster. 
just to let you know, the last time that we tried to climb a ladder together, and this is why I have a fear of them, it was, you know, around the holidays, and I was trying to put the star on the Christmas tree. Exactly. And then, you know, she thought that she could help and then ended up pushing me off. I fell, broke both of my legs, and then she put the star on, and then my whole family picked her up and they all cheered and everyone left as I was crippled on the floor. Well, we had to go out caroling. And yeah, when they came back, they ate dinner. Okay. I could I'm, starting to, I'm starting to see maybe where some of your relationship problems are coming from. Why don't, before you go up that ladder, you just take a seat on this couch and we sort of talk through some things. I fancy myself an amateur therapist. Let me put my little glasses on and get out my notebook. Yeah, www.worldwideweb.littlemonstertherapy.org. Anyways, here's another business card. Oh, thank you. I'll put it with the rest of them. There we go. Okay, so please take a seat on the couch. Okay. Um, okay. Well, let's use some I feel statements here. Mm-hmm. Donovan. Yeah. Whew. Okay. I just feel like my whole family just thinks that I'm just a, a scared wimp that can't do anything. And they just see you as a hero. And I, I just always wanted my family to respect me. And now I don't, you don't even respect me. I okay. feel that is right. And uh, wow. I feel that you never really listen to me. And, um, oh. you know, respect is earned. Okay. I feel like that was very hard to hear. Um, but I feel you should clean your ears out then. Okay. You know what? Oh, Let's not what? manipulate the I feel statements. Let's use them for their true purpose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. Everyone gets carried away sometimes. I feel sorry. Wow. Okay. We're making strides. But this is strides between you two. I know. We're really hitting it off. This is really great. Yeah. It's crazy. The tension in here. You could cut it with a knife. I don't know if you're busy later. Uh, No. All I'm doing is hanging out in the cave, sort of. Okay. Well, you know, if you want some company. Wow. Well, yeah, I'd love that. I never get company while I'm tending to my many websites. I feel like everyone is just slipping away from me. And I feel like that includes you, little monster. You know what? You're right, Donovan. And I feel that perhaps I'm not the best neutral voice for you two. I think that there is some real love between you here and that you can, you know, get past your problems as long as you work together and have mutual respect. And I think that that will start with climbing up the ladder and helping me get my locket down. What do you say? I, I feel like I can do that. It's Emily? Worth sh- it's worth a shot. Okay. <sighs> All right. One rung at a time. As they climbed higher and higher, it seemed as if the ladders were over 70 feet tall. They were about halfway up when Emily turned to Donovan with a secret in her heart that she wanted to share in order for them to be able to bond again. Donovan, I, I feel that if, if we're truly going to make this, this work, you remember earlier when I said I woke up early and I heard your dad snoring? 
Yes. That that wasn't where I really heard your dad snoring. Okay. Yeah. Um, you see, uh, I don't know how to say this. Oh, you can tell me anything. We've grown so close over these last seven rungs. Yeah. Well, you see, um, I had an affair with your dad and mom. <laughs> it was a, a three-way affair. Is that why he's been wearing a championship belt around me ever s since last month? Yeah, I told him to cool it down, but he was just saying, like, what else am I going to do? I just slam dunked on my boy. I hate that he says it like that. <laughs> and then your mom high-fived him after. So When she knew... Well, she was there, too. It was a three-way affair. Oh. Uh, a third person puts a ladder up and starts climbing up, and it's a violinist. I hired this violinist to, to follow me around until I told you that story. <laughs> he was always just ready for it. Yeah. Uh, it looks like you told the story. Finally, I can go home to my wife and kids. <laughs> Bye, violin guy. Bye. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I, I feel like I'm really happy that you were able to tell me that. Mm -hmm. And although it does really hurt, I think that's a big step in having honesty between us. Yeah. Is there anything you want to tell me? Matter of fact, yes. Oh. Slap. <laughs> Looks like I'm coming back up. The thing that I wanted to tell you is that remember when I said I packed a fridge full of sodas for the trip? Yes. I only packed that one and the monster drank the one we had. I forgot to go to the store and buy them. Wow. Um, oh, you can't Don forgive Donovan, me for that? I, I, don't, I don't know what to say, but... Um... That's fucked up and I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. No, I think <laughs> the violinist. We're through. What? You slept with my dad and mom. Yeah, I was getting closer to your family. No, not like that. That's not. How could you get any closer? That's an odd way to spin it. Than inside and outside your parents. Well, I, I mean, just because I forgot a soda, I know that it's always about me. You know, I need three sodas a day. I need one in the morning, two in the afternoon. That's if I don't keep my my internal gas rate up high, you know I, I just lose steam. It's just a, a, honestly, it's not a great lifestyle, and it's going to catch up. But you. it's my lifestyle. They looked at each other. Was this the beginning of the end? They looked down and saw a little monster pacing, waiting for the locket. They looked up and saw they had only about thirty more rungs to go to the top. Even if they weren't going to be together anymore, they could at least finish this together. Listen, if this is the last thing we ever do together, then so be it. But I say we finish this. All right. Let's do it. As they climbed and climbed, they reached the top only to find not just a locket on the top shelf, but a case of soda and a potion that allows you to unfuck somebody's mom and dad. <laughs> Oh. I'll take the soda. You can take the unfuck potion. <laughs> no, I'll take the soda. I'll gift it to you. Wait, you can't gift something to me that we both found. 
No, you found the potions for you to find and the sodas for no, me no, no, to don't come. You tell me what is there for me to find. You, I have just as much a right to this as but you do. I didn't fuck anyone's mom or dad. That's not my problem. But why would I need that? You're implying that I regret it, and now, I don't. If I have this potion that mm -hmm. unfucks someone's mom and dad, now that is going to be a burden on me because now I feel obligated to fuck mo someone's mom and dad, so I'm able to use the gift. Otherwise, I'll feel bad about not using this kind gift that was given to us by Little Monster. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think that's going to, even if you don't care about me anymore, you have to understand that that is a very hard thing for me. I understand it. Because I don't, I don't want to have sex with someone's mom and dad. <laughs> I don't want to. Suddenly a door on the shelf opens and tons of hot mom and dads run out. Uh, they're all, they've all been in there sucking and fucking for the past three centuries. Honey, if you just ex excuse me for a little bit. I, I've got to go explore this. <laughs> Wait, no, don't go into that. Hey, Phil, Martha. Hey. hey, how's it going? You want to suck or you want to fuck? Why not both? <laughs> we love this woman. Donovan looks down at his hands. He's holding the case of soda still. And he looks at the potion. And he decides, maybe a journey doesn't have anything to do with who you go on it with. But instead, how far you've come in your heart. I guess I'll take all three items and climb down this like Jack and the Beanstalk with my arms full. He sort of grips the ladder with his toes, monkey style, and like, holy, <sighs> like almost is like straight out, like, a, like he's planking or like a really talented stripper, uh, and just sort of slides down the ladder till he reaches the bottom. Whoa. <sighs> all right, monster. Here's your locket. Oh, thank you. Look at this. The locket inside says, love yourself. I want you to have it. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go join that orgy up there. I wanted to fuck your wife like this whole time. So she seems pretty into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I guess that's all I needed was to love myself and care about me even though well wasn't she mad because all i did was care about myself <laughs> this is all so confusing it's pointing in two directions for me i don't know whether to love myself more or to stop hey i'm shouting down from the shelf i got up uh because i forgot i could fly i could have just flown but i'm up here now and i'm shouting down to you just to say there's a difference between asserting yourself over somebody else outside of their interests and realizing that you don't match well with that person and pursuing the things you need to do on your own. Okay, I'm going to go fuck and or suck. How, how, how do I go on from here? Where do I go from here? And so he looked out of the local cave and saw that... Uh, his tent had been repaired by some kind people while he was gone and returned back to the tent and uh, saw uh, just next to his campsite was a person camping by themselves. He walked over and uh, approached this uh, person who looked very kind and sweet. 
Having a tough day, are you? Me? No, I'm just making some eggs. Would you like to sit down and join me for some breakfast? Yeah, I've been having a tough day myself. You see my... Uh... What? <laughs> That's my... all, folks. <laughs> and the man did not learn his lesson the end. <laughs> Wow, guys, I would say if you had the choice between reading that scary story or watching a scary movie, you would watch a scary movie. (laughs) (laughs) That was terrifying, though. Yes, the the journey of self-love is a spooky one, my friend. That he didn't even learn. (laughs) I like that it ended with him talking over another person because you can't just jump into another relationship. (laughs) Spend some time on your own first. You don't want to rebound. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and although Aristotle didn't appear, his, <laughs> I feel like we embodied the spirit. His, of. his theories did, right? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, that was, was the that the um, uh, choice to go up a ladder is also known as the Socratic method, right? As we yeah. all know, but that's uh, Socrates, not Aristotle. That's great. <laughs> that's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, truly a, a tale for the ages. <laughs> yeah, listen. I didn't know I had to sharpen all my philosophical knowledge coming into this. And that's, and that's on me. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, let's do some plugs. Wow, plugs. How do I plug anything right now during quarantine? I'm on Twitter as uh, at DJ Mausner or 1-800-FIGHT-ME. Um, you can find me there. Uh, also on Instagram, I do a weekly show with my friend. Uh, well, it's my friend James's show. I go on there every Thursday night, and I play uh, a Montreal DJ named DJ Tabernacle. <laughs> and also, I'm have a podcast that's going to come out in July, and that's all I can say. It's going to be on the Sonar Network. So Ooh, keep your oh, ears peeled. Amazing, they'll be peeled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, check out a full profile on DJ on the sonarnetwork.com with, with direct links to our social medias. And uh, we'll be tweeting all that out at Spooked Podcast. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for having me. What a treat. Thank you so much for coming. Spooked. Spooked. <laughs> Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So